Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of All-Star AD on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's All-Star guest, but we want to give a shout out to our podcast partners, We Coach, Florida Coaches Coalition, and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. You heard me say before, but it's true. These are three great organizations that you should be a part of. And now, please stay with us as we give a shout out to our podcast sponsors. It'll only take a couple of minutes, so please don't fast forward. We want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment on our regular podcast. Athletic Surveys are a quick and easy way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. As athletic directors, we typically only hear from that 2%, that disgruntled student athlete or that squeaky wheel parent. And we do need to hear from them, but we also need to hear from the 98% of the families that really love our programs. It's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking to that squeaky wheel parent uh, or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com and they're going to show you how to set up surveys uh, that are going to give you that valuable information. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Go to athleticsurveys.com and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. We also want to th say thanks to Gipper. Go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content for their teams and their social media channels. Go to Gipper.com and start, um, uh, go to Gipper.com and use our podcast code, which is ADPOD10, and you'll get 10% off. Uh, start creating custom branded content for your school's social media channels. That's Gipper.com. We also want to thank Final Forms. Go to finalforms.com slash Jake and see all the ways that they can help you. They can help your stakeholders with things like um, policy reminders, uh, physical expiration date reminders. Uh, they can help your coaches with communication, with attendance, and they can help you as an athletic director with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. For more information, Go to finalforms.com slash Jake. We also want to say thank you to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school's record boards or your school's Hall of Fame, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles. You know, they're on a mission to help bring your school's legacy to life. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. And check out all the different ways that they can help you recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to say thank you to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and uh, find out all the ways that they can help you and your program. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but as an athletic director, I made sure our school is a Huddle school. And our coaches just love the smart cameras, the mobile apps. Of course, they love the analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle.com is going to show you um, all the tools that they can help uh, your coaches and your athletes perform better with. At Huddle, we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. 
Go to huddle.com and find out how to turn your school into a huddle school. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com and check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you and your coaches do an even better job. Snap Raise is their fundraising platform. We've used it with great success, and you can too. They've helped schools just like yours raise over $700 million. They even have a platform where you can get your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. Go to snapraise.com for more information. That's snapraise.com. We want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to set up and sell tickets, not just for your athletic events, but also for your school plays, your concerts, school dances, even graduation. Hometown will show you how to scan the attendees that come to your events, how to collect your revenue, and every step of the way, you're going to have a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. And we want to thank um, sidelineinteractive.com. One of the best purchases I ever made as an athletic director was an indoor scoring table from sidelineinteractive.com. Not only generates income for the department, but also creates the ultimate game day experience for student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule a live web demo, and see their tables and their boards in action. That's sidelineinteractive.com. You won't be disappointed. Welcome back, everyone, to another segment of All-Star AD on the Educational AD Podcast. This is our series featuring 10 great women ADs who are sharing their perspective and their views on issues that we all face as athletic directors. Our guest today is Courtney Windemaker. Courtney's a, a podcast veteran. Uh, she's also a certified master athletic administrator, and she's the assistant county athletic director for Polk County Schools here in Florida. Uh, she's already been on All-Star ED a couple of times. Courtney, what do you have for our listeners today on All-Star ED? Today, we're going to be talking about community coaches. So teacher burnout is real. Uh, we're feeling it here in Polk County where teachers, when the bell rings, they either want to go home or unfortunately they're doing extra PD after school and they just can't be coaches anymore. So we are looking outside to our community and bringing in community coaches. The biggest thing struggle with, with community coaches is trying to get them to understand why we have educational athletics, because there's a difference between educational athletics and our club and travel athletics. Um, so getting them to understand that our middle school, high school athletics, we're training our student athletes how to deal with adversity, how to grow and how to learn for life. We're not in it just for the W's, which it's always great to win, but we're here to teach them basically how to be adults through athletics. So getting your community coaches on board with that and understanding that is, is your first priority. 
Um, they also have to understand that there are different rules between high school sanctioned sports and club and travel. You know, getting ejected in a high school sport has a much higher penalty with fines and things like that than it does say in your in your travel or club team. So getting them to, to understand and differentiate between the two and going along with that, sometimes it's the appropriate language that you use with your student athletes um, and how they address you as well. In my opinion, I just, I don't think first names should be used. I think it should be Coach Windemaker. Could be the teacher and me, but you know, a lot of clubs go by Coach Courtney. So getting them to understand too, there's that that different language, can't curse around them. You know, we're here, we're here, we're the adult, we're not your friends. So getting that educational athletic mindset is your your first priority. The second big one is dealing with parents. So parents at the educational level are are a lot harder to deal with than your your outside organization level. You know, you can't just, I had a baseball coach one year, middle of the game, kid smarted off to him, get your stuff, get out of my dugout, you're off my team. We can't do that. School-based athletics, we can't do that. There's due process. We have to sit down. Now, granted, if, if he's showing out, acting out, pitching a fit, I get it. Get him out of the situation, get him away from the other kids, have him, if you have him go home with his parents, that's one thing. But then we need to have a follow-up meeting with the athletic director, coach, parents, kid, and and figure out how we're going to work through this. Or if he is going to be dismissed from the team, which is an option, you know, there's just that due process and meeting and how we do it. You can't just say, grab your stuff, you're off my team. So I think that's a big difference in educational athletics versus travel as well. Our financial procedures, that's a big one as well. Um, everybody knows our, our school financial secretaries is what we call them here. They are they are financial secretaries for a reason and they're good at it. They're, they're, there are policies, there are procedures. This is what we do. Every, every district's different, but you need to sit down with your community coaches and go through the purchasing procedures for your school, for your district, for your booster club, how that how that works, um, how reimbursements work. Don't go out and spend in Polk County. Don't go out and spend five hundred dollars on stuff because guess what? You're only getting reimbursed for a hundred dollars. So make sure they know that. Don't buy things that aren't. If we have a if it's bidded, you have to go through our bid list. You can't just go to your friend down the street and buy your Adidas gear because you know, a certain company in Polk County has the bid for, for that. And then, you know, you sit down and you meet with your financial secretary, with your coach, you go through the purchasing rules, but then you also need to, to work with your finance secretary to understand these are community coaches, these aren't teachers, and we have to be cognizant of their schedules as well. I had a, a great softball coach who works nights, he is obviously off-campus coach. He worked nights. He can't, you know, he gets home at seven o'clock in the morning. He's going to, that's his bedtime. He's going to bed. You you can't get mad because he didn't immediately come in and deposit the money from the fundraiser from the night before. We, we have to work 
we have to work with them within the guidelines we can work with and our finance secretary needs to be on board with that as well because we don't want to make things so difficult that our community coaches don't stay because then we won't have any coaches. So we just all have to come to a agreement on how to work together because they can't get into the office at seven o'clock in the morning usually. Maybe they can, but you know, just working, everybody working together is is huge. And they also, community coaches need to understand approval procedures. So in Polk County, when you're making your schedule, anything that's out of our travel radius, not that's non-district, must be approved by the county AD. A lot of principals as well have their own approval process where they want to approve um, anything that's traveling out of county just to make sure we're safeguarding our classroom time. We don't want them to try to leave at noon to go to a tournament, you know, and kids are missing they're missing class time because that's why they're here. They're student athletes. So your schedule approval and, and maybe letting them know there's some schools that we don't play for X, Y, Z reason. Maybe, it, you know, it's too much of a rivalry. It, it doesn't end well. They need to know all the, you know, what goes into making a schedule. Uniform policy. They need to, they need to know that uniforms need to be approved. You don't want, you know, your school colors are black and gold and they buy a pink uniform unless it's, you know, breast cancer. But, you know, make sure they know your county policies and your state policies. We had a team this year raise money and purchase new uniforms that were not approved by the school AD, were not approved by the principal, had their names on the back of them, and they can't use those uniforms. So all the money that was used to purchase those uniforms is a waste. So make sure they know the approval process and policies for uniforms. Same thing with fundraisers. Make sure they're getting them approved. Make sure they know what they're doing. You know, I went to a game one night and they're selling raffle tickets. That's games of chance. You can't do that. So also make sure they're they're getting it approved because you want to make sure two teams aren't selling, you know, world's finest chocolates at the same time because they're not going to sell as much doing it at the same time. And then transportation, make sure they know how to get approval for transportation. You know, here we have to put it in two weeks ahead of time, but then we also have rules on who can drive, the types of vans you can drive. Um, it's a huge no-no that if the bus is late, you don't just tell all your kids to hop in Sam's car and go to the opposing school. You know, parents can't drive other people's kids because the bus is late. They need to know all these things to make sure, you know, they're not violating due to not knowing. And then they also need to know the approval process for hiring assistance. We all know that everybody, because of the Jessica Lunsford Act, has to be background checked. Um, it takes a while. Uh, our hiring process here in Polk, if it's a paid coach, it, it might take a little bit of time because there's steps that they have to go through. You know, but this is just to ensure that people that we have out there are safe to be out there with our kids. So letting them know how that hiring process goes and the approval procedure for that might make their life a little bit easier. So they're not trying to hire a coach and, you know, try out start tomorrow because they're not going to be out there. Um, 
when you get those new community coaches, you need to introduce them to the school community. I've said before, you know, your secretaries, your custodians, your administration, you want to make sure they all know each other, but you also want to maybe have them send an email out to the, to the teachers, you know, I'm Courtney Windemaker. I'm the new competitive cheer coach. I'm not on campus, but I want you to know I support, you know, you and my athletes in your classroom. If you have any issues, please feel free to reach out to me via email. Let me know what's going on. You know, I want to make sure I stay informed if they're not performing in your class. That goes a long way when there is an issue and, you know, the coach and teacher maybe need to work through a discipline issue or grades aren't great. Having that, you know, reach out from the community coach so the teachers know that they're supported really goes a long way. And then take nothing for granted with community coaches. Don't think they know because they don't know. So make sure, just like all your, your school-based coaches, make sure they know the rules, you're updating them, and you're meeting with them periodically throughout the year or the season. I like to meet off-season as well just to make sure, you know, they're they're still fundraising and doing things that they need, but make sure you're meeting with them so that they know what's going on, you know what's going on, and they feel supported. You know, I had a my first AD job, about 85% of my community coaches or my coaches were community coaches at, at my high school. So thankfully, a lot of them owned their own businesses, so they were able to modify their schedules during their season and come in and meet with me during the school day. But if not, I would go out to their practices, not to, you know, I want to go out there and see them and see what's going on, but not like I'm spying on them, but to go out and meet with them and let them know, hey, I'm here. I know you can't come see me during the day, but if we can do this once a month, I'll come out, tell me the best time, I'm available, ask me questions, you know, just, just to make sure you're supporting them because they aren't on campus, so you might not be as available. So if you do your best to, to be available to them, you know, that really helps those community coaches as well. And my last topic is a big one that we kind of seem to have had some issues lately this year. And I know, you know, a lot of other counties have as well is supervision. Supervision is huge. And as teachers, I think we know and understand, but sometimes community doesn't. Practice doesn't end when practice ends. Practice ends when the last kid is picked up or gone. So we need head coaches to make, you know, supervision schedules for their staff and understand you've got to be there to supervise them before practice. Obviously, you're supervising them during practice or games and after practice and games. Someone has to stay with them until they're picked up. You know, we had some kids driving around, messing around, someone got injured, coach wasn't there. Oh, I thought they were picked up. You know, I've had a situation, Our, you know, we have one gym, so girls and boys basketball have to, they have to split the gym. So they would alternate, girls would take one week, two to four, boys would take four to six, and then they would flip it. Well, the four to six week for the boys, they're all hanging out because they don't go home after school. So they're all hanging out, joking around, messing around. Somebody gets the idea, let's, let's take hairspray and a lighter. 
and singes somebody's hair, well, coach wasn't around. Had coach been there supervising them, thankfully nothing bad happened. It was, you know, singe, whatever, but it could have been a lot worse. And that coach is liable for having those kids there at school waiting on practice unsupervised. So supervision is huge. And we need to make sure everybody's on board. If you have a problem with a kid that's being picked up late every day, you know, you need to reach out to the parent and, and talk with the parent, but it is your responsibility to supervise that kid until they're picked up. So that's my big tips for community coaches and really any coaches in general, but that's that's my knowledge for you. Yeah, and, and again, you you brought this out, uh, you know, back in the day, 100 years ago when I was in high school, you know, there really wasn't anything as a community coach. It was just the teachers uh, in the building. And I, I think most ADs would agree that um, in a perfect world, you know, that's what it would be. We'd still have that teacher coach because they are so valuable. But uh, w there are some great community coaches now. I had great ones during my career as an AD. I know you do. And it's just kind of way of the world. So as ADs, we've got to take those steps to make sure that they are fully embraced, fully aware of all the things that um, uh, that is a coach is responsible. The supervision one, so critical. You know, thanks for sharing. Courtney, uh, as always, if one of our listeners wants to reach out and uh, find out a little bit more about how you guys do things at Polk County, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? They can reach out to me at my email. It's Courtney, C-O-U-R-T-N-A-Y dot Windemaker, W-I-N-D-E-M-A-K-E-R at Polk, P-O-L-K dash F-L dot net. Courtney Windemaker, Certified Master Athletic Administrator and the Assistant County AD for Polk County Schools. Thanks again for being on All-Star AD and all the best as we move to wrap up this 2023 school year. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, we appreciate you taking time. For our listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of every interview get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back next week for another All-Star AD segment and just about every day on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time. Before we go, we do want to thank our podcast partners, We Coach, the Florida Coaches Coalition, and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. And we want to give one more shout out to all of our sponsors, uh, Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Go to athleticsurveys.com and see how they can help you connect with that 98% of your families that uh, really love your program. We want to thank Sideline Interactive. Uh, probably the best uh, purchase I ever made as an AD was a Sideline Interactive indoor score table. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Check them out today. Vital Signs Wall of Fame. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school's record boards for all the teams, for all the events, or your school's Hall of Fame, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. We want to say thank you to Gipper. Uh, these days, it's all about marketing and branding for your teams, your coaches, and your kids. And Gipper.com can show you how to do that. Tell them you heard about it on the podcast. Use our podcast code ADPOD10, and you'll get 10% off. That's Gipper.com. Want to say thank you to Final Forms, uh, industry leader in forms and registration, but they are so much more than that. 
Go to finalforms.com slash Jake to see all the ways that Final Forms can help you as an athletic director run your program. We want to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Do I need to say anything more? Go to hometownticketing.com for more information. We want to say thank you to Snap Mobile. Snap Mobile has an entire suite of platforms to help you as an athletic director. Snap Raise is the fundraising platform. We've used it with great success, and so can you. Go to snapraise.com for more information. And we want to thank Huddle. Go to huddle.com and see all the tools that they can provide to you for your coaches, for your teams, for your athletes to play at the highest level. That's huddle.com. Thanks again for listening to uh, All-Star AD. We'll see you next time on the Educational AD Podcast.